Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. Dan is a certified financial planner and the president of Matson and Capril. Find out all about him by going online to quizdan.com or by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. And Dan, thanks for being here this week. How are you, sir? Doing great. Did you uh, have you been checking out that large moon that's been popping up in the oh, sky? Oh, we saw it uh, driving back last week, and it was amazing. Yeah. The, is this the super moon? That this I, is a yeah, yeah, which perfect time of the year to come around Halloween. But it's interesting. A friend of mine went to the observatory here in Cincinnati, and he could actually see two space stations. I guess ours and a Chinese space station and a satellite crossover. How cool is that? Well, then the rocket last week went off from, uh, what was it, Maryland, I guess, and a lot of people were able to see that too, so. Interesting, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, if you've never been out to a planetarium, folks, go. There's some cool things you can see. I mean, the one down in Cincinnati is great, but, you know, the funny thing, of course, is the moon isn't any closer, it's just the angle, but it, you know, so much of astronomy is optical illusion. So it's so neat to see, especially when it's low on the horizon. And yeah, you can really put into perspective how large it looks. It just looks like a big cheese wheel a lot of the time when it's <laughs> just in the distance like that, rolling across the landscape. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Well, very cool. Well, we've got a lot to talk about on today's show. This is solving the financial puzzle, where we try to make the financial world more interesting, easier to understand helping you prepare for your financial future. We're going to answer some of your questions to kick off the show this week. Nikki Early will be along a little bit later to talk about legacy planning. And then Dan's going to delve in in the second half of the show into taxes, tax consequences we need to consider, and then a great story that you won't want to miss on Tales from the Tax Side. All of that coming up. But if you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, we invite you to go to quizdan.com. Dot com and submit one there. Betty in Hyde Park will kick things off for us this week, and Betty says, I'll be receiving half of my ex-husband's pension as long as he's alive, but once he dies, I'll get nothing. Do I need to take out life insurance on him? Wow, Betty. I, first of all, absolutely you do, because if you're relying on that. But, you know, Betty, I got a real problem with the attorney who handled your divorce, because that's a blatant oversight right there. It's pretty standard practice that if your support is based on a pension, that your ex has to buy the life insurance himself to protect you from that real possibility. That if he dies and the pension ends, you still receive a benefit. So, you know, first thing I would have you do is I'd call your attorney because that's, I'm going to say that's borderline malpractice as far as I'm concerned. But second of all, yes. Now, unfortunately, you can't force him to let you take a life insurance policy out on his life. Uh, You may actually even have to go to court for that. Hopefully, you have a a reasonable relationship with him that he's allowed to do that. 
but the insured has to be a willing participant in the life insurance process. Not to mention, he may not be insurable. I mean, that's always just a possibility. So, yeah, but, you know, this just shows folks, I mean, if you're going through a divorce, there's so many factors that need to be taken into play. And time and time again, I just see things being missed. To me, if you're going to get if you're going to get a divorce, please just work with a divorce specialist. Don't work with an attorney who's doing real estate on Monday, estate planning on Tuesday, and oh yeah, I can do divorces too. Don't. Uh, this is a classic example of something that's being missed, and there may be other things as well. I've seen examples where there's a division of assets. On paper, it looks even until you figure out the taxable consequences of the assets, and they're not even close to being even. We've been brought into situations in the past where people are going through divorce to evaluate the asset split. And much to the attorney's chagrin, I always come up with recommendations to make it more equitable for their client. And I say to the chagrin because they think that they've already got the job done and you, know, you haven't even started yet. So yeah, if you're going through a divorce, this is an important thing. Life insurance on your ex might be something you, you want to have. You might want to negotiate for it. But typically in a situation like this, if I had a client going through divorce, I'd be telling her not only... Does her husband have to provide life insurance? It has to be permanent life insurance. So it can't be term where a term can expire. And I would also try to negotiate so that the ex-husband has to pay the premiums and that he has to send you an annual statement every year that shows the policy is still in force. So great question, Betty. Please uh, pursue it because, yeah, you don't. I always say good planning does not require death to be successful. And this plan does because the only way this plan really is successful is for you to die before your ex-husband. And that's not a very fun success, is it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Great question, Betty. Thanks for sending that one in. Uh, sometimes it's really interesting to see the unique situations that people face. Betty, your situation might not be like anybody else's. It may have some similarities here and there, but it's always going to be pretty unique to your situation, and that's why it's important to always get a review of your current plan, and you can always have that with Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. All right, Dan, we have another question. This one's from Ben in Fort Thomas. Ben says, I'm worried about a stock market crash, so I'm thinking about moving two-thirds of my portfolio into bond funds. Is that a good move? Well, Ben, I would tell you that's an absolutely horrible move, but not for the reasons you might think. So first of all, your portfolio should be positioned in stocks and bonds based on what you need for it to do for you. But the reason I think that's a horrible move is because you have no knowledge as to a stock crash. You're just speculating that that might happen. Now, if that's creating so much fear in your life, why stop at two-thirds? Why not go 100%? You see, the reality, folks, is that no one knows what markets are going to do before they do them. They react to news, and news is unpredictable. Everything we already know about the markets, it's already factored into the price. It's what we don't know, news events, that are going to move markets in either direction. Now, the financial services market not only knows this, they also know that you are motivated by fear more than anything else. So a lot of industries within, or a lot of segments, I should say, within the financial services industry love to perpetuate fear because it will motivate you to make certain decisions with your portfolio. Frankly, a lot of them don't even care if they're the right decisions. The fact of the matter is they get paid on transactions, commissions, things along those lines. What you need is a portfolio that's not based on what you think next week's news events are going to be because you know there's always going to be good and bad news. Always been the case. What we do know is that over time, good news ultimately prevails. 
So instead, what you need is a portfolio that is designed to give you the income that you need for the rest of your life. And what that looks like depends on your specific situation. How big is the portfolio? How much income do you want? What are going to be the taxable implications for the way that you've set things up, etc.? But please give up this belief that somehow markets can be successfully timed. They can't. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Let me strike that. They can't be skillfully timed. You can be successful based on luck, but skillfully timed markets requires information before anyone else gets it. And in this day and age, not only is that impossible because information travels so quickly, even if it was possible, it would be illegal probably for you to act upon it. It's called insider trading. So let's give up this thing. Now, if your portfolio is too volatile for your tolerance or for risk, fine, that's a good reason to change it. But please don't put yourself in this position, Ben, where you're moving money around from account to account in anticipation of what's going to happen. That's why so many investors lag the, the basic indices, because they're constantly moving money around. And they think that they're being smart investors, and they're not. You're, being, you're a speculator. You're gambling. And the whole idea behind investing is not to gamble. A well-diversified portfolio has many asset classes, both equities and bonds, large company stocks, small company stocks, value stocks, growth stocks, not only here, but abroad. Over 14,000 holdings. That is a diversified portfolio. And if you don't have that, you are speculating. So, Ben, give up the market timing. It's a myth that you can do it skillfully. If it could be done skillfully, Ben, with all due respect, people much smarter than you would be getting away with it. But in reality, Nobel Prize after Nobel Prize has been awarded, just most recently, 2013, showing the fallacy of market timing. A great question, Ben, and we appreciate you sending that one in to us. Again, if you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, call 844-QUIZ-DAN or the easiest way, go to quizdan.com. One last one comes to us from Sanders in Indian Hill, and Sanders says, I've heard a guy advertising that he specializes in retirement planning for people who have at least a million dollars saved. I fall into that category, but I'm not sure if he actually has a specialty or if he just wants people with more money. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sanders, he wants people with more money because if he has people with more money, they pay him more. Although it's interesting, there's, um, I think I may know who you're referring to, Sanders. He actually revised his ads. He's after 2008, because that was always that. If you have a million dollars or more, give me a call. Yeah. Now his ads after the crash in 2008, and my guess is a lot of his clients went down with it. If you have $200,000 or more is is now what he's saying. So yeah, look, I mean, some advisors like to hold themselves out as, um, you know, we only deal with with the super wealthy or whatever, whatever the case might be. Yeah, that's fine. You know, if that's what they want to hold themselves out to be, but they don't have any special systems. Look, the strategies that a person with $300,000 should employ in terms of a prudently welled-out financial plan are really not a whole lot different than someone who's got $2 million. I mean, you know, in fact, it's not usually not until you get around 10, 15 million are there really some serious issues you need to be thinking about regarding tax planning. But as regards to investment strategy and things like that, 
No, you're just adding zeros. And, you know, if an advisor wants to hold himself out that way, you know, fine. Uh, in our case, we don't have a minimum. We do deal with a lot of wealthy people, but we also deal with a lot of people that are, you know, mainstream America, for lack of a better term. People who've worked very hard their whole life and have accumulated um, a fair amount of assets, but, you know, want to have a, a stable retirement. You know, they're not going to be on the Forbes 400 list, but they've done a fabulous job. So, yeah, if you've got multi-million dollars and you only want to work with people who, you know, advisors who work with multi-millionaires, that, that's your decision. But I will tell you this, the strategies that should be employed are going to be the same exact strategies with the exception of some tax planning. But as it relates to investment strategy, in fact, some of the biggest mistakes I've ever seen made have been on the largest portfolios. In fact, I'm looking at one right now that recently came into our office. It's almost as if when we get too much money, we think we should get away from being prudent, which is which is crazy. But, you know, you know, for those of you who find yourself in that situation or earlier, like Ben, you were, you know, you were mentioning concerns about market crash or, you know, Betty and the issues of pension, you know, this is why we created the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And it's a collection of information, CDs, books, the reports to show you the things you need to be aware of. And we've broken it down into seven lessons. And it's for our listeners. There is no cost. And I strongly recommend that you get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's literally a box of stuff that'll come to your home. So to, to order it, it's very simple. All you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, the word RETIRE to 555 When you do that, you're going to get a link back from me. You've got to click on the link. You enter your information in there because we've got to know where to send the box. And it'll go out to you, um, usually goes out Monday or Tuesday, you know, the week following every show. So these are great questions that we've had. And these are exactly the types of questions that the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is designed to do. You know, we call it rescue because we're trying to rescue you from the things that can really mess you up. And um, selective stock picking and market timing, excessive taxation on our retirement benefits, not planning for the unforeseen like long-term care. These are the things that can really mess up a well-intended financial strategy. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is designed to give you the information that you need so you don't make those mistakes. So again, to get it, books, CDs, reports, et cetera, always adding stuff. We even have fun toys that we put in there. Ooh, uh, yeah, there is. There's a toy that goes in there. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the kids would love it. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888 or go to quizdan.com. Click on the button that says Quiz Dan and say, send me the Retirement Rescue Toolkit and we'll get it to you that way as well. Again, these are the ways to get in touch. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. All you do is put the word RETIRE into the message field, just like you're texting a friend. And then the number that you text is 555-888. You'll get a link back. Click on the link. Give us just a little bit of information, and we'll know where to send that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word RETIRE to 555 555- Eight eight eight. If you don't have a smartphone and you still want to get the toolkit, we just invite you to call and request that information from Dan. And all you have to do is dial 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Stay with us. Much more coming up on today's show. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Caprill. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326.
It's time to join in once again on Solving the Financial Puzzle with the team from Matson and Capril, your local wealth coaches right here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. We're giving Dan a few moments to uh, rest up, and we're bringing in Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach here in the area. Nikki, great to chat with you again this week. How are you? I am great. Looking forward to talking about legacy planning today, Walter. Yes, glad to hear that you're doing well. And that is our topic, legacy planning. We're going to get to all the nuts and bolts of it here in just a moment. But a quick reminder that if you have a question, whether it be about legacy planning or another topic we discuss or maybe don't discuss on today's particular show, you can always reach out to Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the team at Matson and Capril by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844 784 9326, and they're online at quizdan.com. So legacy planning. I think most people, Nikki, realize that it's usually best to have an estate planning attorney helping them with their estate plan. But it's also important for the financial advisor to be a part of that conversation. What role do you typically play when it comes to estate and legacy planning? Well, and just like you said, first of all, Walter, we are not estate attorneys, but from the financial planner's perspective, we do a lot of the upfront work. So a comprehensive plan is going to have a statement of net worth, but it's also going to list your current beneficiaries. It's going to list your financial goals, your income and expenses, and current investments. And all of this is going to be really useful for your estate planning attorney. Also, by going through this process as a financial planner, your planner is going to have gathered and helped you organize your financial information. You know, things like tax returns, current estate documents, and account statements. So having this already organized is going to save your attorney time. And more importantly, it's going to save you money. Now, if you have an immediate estate planning need, it may be wise to go ahead and see an estate attorney first. But in my experience, the process of creating a financial plan is going to help you identify a lot of estate issues. Now, these are issues that you may not have known about prior to creating the financial plan. So we'll help point those out. We'll point out those issues and then serve as your advocate with the attorney. Now, your state attorney is going to be the one that drafts all those legal documents, such as wills and trusts. But once those legal documents are in place, it's really important that the attorney and the financial planner work together to make sure your assets are titled correctly and it matches the estate plan. Because if you do all that work and you don't actually title the assets as the estate plan reads, then you've done it all for nothing. That's a good point. And what are people's perspectives on legacy plans today? I mean, how are most of your clients viewing their legacy? Are they trying to, you know, leave a lot of money to their kids or maybe their grandkids? Or are they more focused on their own retirement lifestyle and just whatever's left over can go to the kids? Where do people fall on on the spectrum? Well, Walter, everyone's different. We do like to joke in this office that nowhere in the Constitution does it say you have to leave money to your children. (laughs) Now, If it's important to you and you've accumulated enough wealth that you are able, then more power to you. But we don't want to see our clients not living the retirement that they want. We don't want to see them skimping or scraping by in order to leave a certain sum of money to their heirs. Now, we often do what we call generational meetings with our clients and their adult children. And what those look like is we kind of explain exactly what their parents have, how their assets are invested and why. But we also help them understand how those assets are going to pass when their parents do die. Now, in these situations, most of the time, 
adult children are expressing a desire for their parents to go ahead and spend their money to enjoy life, to enjoy retirement. You know, they worked all those years. They want to see them having a good time. And in fact, in many situations, when adult children learn that their parents are kind of scraping by in order to leave them money, they become very upset. So I would say, you know, again, everybody's different. And to some people, it is very important to leave a legacy. But we really encourage our clients to live the retirement that they want. That's a great point, Nikki. Again, we're talking with Nikki Early, financial coach and advisor here in the Dayton and Cincinnati areas. Uh, The team at Matson in Capril there to serve you. Just call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326 if you want to set up a time to meet to go over your particular situation. We're talking about legacy planning on today's show. And Nikki, what are some of the basic mistakes that you often see people make when it comes to legacy or in particular estate planning? Well, the most common mistake people make, quite honestly, is the simplest one. They fail to do it. I'm not sure why this is the case. I guess I kind of understand, but we all know that we're going to die. So we really shouldn't ignore this piece of our financial puzzle. That's what the show is called, right? (laughs) We named it that for a reason at some point. Exactly. Now, I guess some people feel somewhat intimidated or afraid when they think about death. Others just don't want to initiate a difficult conversation with a spouse Or maybe another group simply just doesn't really know where to start. So there are some basic estate planning needs that everyone, regardless of their income and net worth, should address. And the first is a will. This is especially vital if you have minor children so that you, not the courts, are going to name their guardians. And you also need to pay particular attention to who you name as an executor. A lot of times people will say, well, I want my daughter to be my executor. Well, your daughter lives in California, so how easy is that going to be? So that's an important piece as as far as the will goes. Now, you also need a durable power of attorney and healthcare power of attorney. Now, I don't know about you, Walter, but I don't want the state making do or do not resuscitate decisions on my behalf. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. And then there's also situations where you haven't communicated how you feel about, you know, if you were in that situation and you haven't talked to your children about that. Imagine them having to guess whether or not you wanted the extra help or care to stay alive and what that might feel like later in life to them. They might carry that burden or that decision with them the rest of their life. So being really clear to your family is important as well. Now, you finally, um, you also need what we call a durable power of attorney for financial matters. And you have to be clear about whether you want this to be immediately effective, meaning that as soon as you've signed this paperwork and make someone your durable financial power of attorney that they can act on your behalf right now, or if something has to spring or initiate, it's called actually springing, which means that it's not effective unless something happens in your incapacitated. So really important that you make sure that you're clear about that. But all those three things are very important. A will, the durable power of attorney for healthcare needs, and the durable power of attorney for financial matters. Your goal with the base of these documents is to avoid probate and a painful situation again of having outside legal entities making decisions about one of the most intimate moments in your life. All great points, Nikki. And I think maybe to put a bow on this conversation, we need to talk about the consequences because we could talk about the mistakes that get made, but they don't really get driven home unless we talk about some of the consequences. So what are some of the things that go wrong when somebody doesn't have that proper estate plan in place? Well, the first thing is that 
many of your assets may not avoid probate. And it's really important. First of all, probate can be very slow. Most cases do go through probate facing no disputes from beneficiaries. But even in that type of situation, the probate process itself can be so slow. Sometimes it takes up to a full year. So that's one reason that we want to avoid probate. Now, secondly, unwanted publicity. Probate cases are processed through public courts. Therefore, the particulars of your estate become public record. Now, this can lead to your beneficiaries to become targets for people looking to defraud them. So again, another good reason. And lastly, it's costly. The costs of your estate going through probate are going to be paid directly from the assets of the estate itself. And these include court costs, attorney fees. In the end, sometimes the expenses can end up costing five or 10% of the value of your estate. So really important, again, to avoid probate. Now, another thing that can happen is that people fail to have this estate plan in place, and it creates a, again, mess for their loved ones. Imagine if you've lost a loved one and you don't know their wishes, then throw in a couple of siblings and children who all have different opinions as to what you know their wishes might have been. I don't know about you, but the word disaster really comes to mind in that situation. So a carefully conceived estate plan can be one of the most important gifts you actually give to yourself and your loved ones. And an estate plan provides peace of mind to you and gives clear direction to your loved ones about your wishes. So very, very important. So Nikki, if somebody wants to get a better estate or legacy plan in place, what's the best way for them to get the process started with you? And how do you and the team at Matson and Capril make a big difference? Well, you can certainly give us a call. We also have the retire. They can text the word retire to 555-888 and get in touch with us that way. But the thing about our practice is that we are truly a holistic firm. You know, we're not looking to just invest your money or um, move your assets over. We want to look at your broad picture. And this estate piece is a part of it. And that's part of our planning process. So I think we're different in that way and, and very beneficial. And our clients really appreciate the fact that we're looking at their whole situation. Again, the way to get in touch with Nikki Early and the great team at Matson and Capril, a couple of different ways to get in touch. You can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. You can visit them online, quizdan.com, or text the word retire to 555-888. Text retire to 555 555- 888 and the team can get the retirement rescue toolkit which covers issues just like what we've talked about so far on today's show in great detail and gives you more information about some of the things to think about in the financial world again you can get that resource by texting the word retire to 555-888 and just click on the link and fill out the information it takes about 30 seconds to do that if you don't have a smartphone though the way to get in touch with the team is by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN 844-784-9326. Nikki, always fun having you here on the show. Thanks for joining us again this week. Thank you, Walter. We look forward to another conversation with you down the road. And coming up next, Dan Caprils back in the studio helping you learn more about the financial landscape. We'll get right back to it. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, Sudoku, anagrams, trivia, 
riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, some are IRA experts, some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. You have found us on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Capril, Certified Financial Planner and your local wealth coach. Right here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities, they have offices at Matson and Capril in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky as well. Your number to call to reach Dan and the team, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. And you can always find them online, quizdan.com is the place to go. Well, Dan, let's talk about taxes here in the second half of the show. As always, we'll have tales from the tax side coming up a little bit later on. But I want to talk about some of the different types of accounts that I'm sure a lot of people have heard of. Many people listening will have these accounts themselves. But it's interesting because they all have different tax consequences. Mm -hmm. And I want you to focus on the disadvantages and the advantages of having these different types of accounts and then how you and your team at Matson and Capril end up using these for people. So uh, what's the most common plan that you use and, and what are the tax consequences? Well, what we do first of all is that we sit down with a client and we help them divide out their money by three different types of accounts. So there's what we call the tax now accounts, there's the taxed later accounts, and then there's the taxed never accounts. So the tax now accounts, those are accounts where you're gonna get, I like to say a love letter. It's every year from the company letting you know how much earnings you have to report on your tax return. It's called 1099. Now that could be a CD, it could be a bank account, it could be it could be a brokerage account titled in your name, not part of an IRA. Anything that's generating taxable income now is obviously a taxed now account. Then there's the taxed later accounts, and that's your traditional 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, retirement plans you have from work. And these are things where the money going in has not been taxed, but when the money comes out, 
that is when you're going to pay the tax. And then lastly is the taxed never accounts. And there's really only two types of accounts that fall into that category. That would be uh, Roth IRAs and cash value on life insurance. So let's look at these individually and let's kind of get a feel for how we can use them. All right, tax now. I don't think anybody's excited about paying taxes now. So I think given our choice, we'd rather pay taxes later than tax now. But the problem is, with many strategies, if you want a portfolio to be liquid, to be relatively safe, to not have a lot of volatility associated with it, if it's not going to be part of an IRA account, you're going to have to have it in something that's probably going to get taxed annually, as it has interest or dividends or whatever the case might be. Now, as a rule, I recommend that we try to keep that part of your portfolio, if we can, to just six months of living expenses. Then you have what's referred to as your emergency reserve. Now, if you've got something else that you need to build up money for, that's fine. But even your kid's college fund need not be taxed. In fact, I take back what I said before. There is a third tax never account, and that's for college funds, and that's, that's the 529 plan. But as far as retirees go, to have a lot of money sitting in the tax now bucket, if you will, is exposing yourself unnecessarily to taxation, and it's obviously lowering your rate of return. Because whatever return you get, you have to pay taxes on that return. So I try to, we try to keep that to about six months of living expenses, unless there's some good compelling reason why we shouldn't. Now, if we look at the, the middle bucket, and this is where most of you probably have your money, it's in the tax later, the tax deferred accounts, the 401k, the 403b, the IRA. Now think about this. You've probably been putting your money in these accounts under the logical assumption that you were going to deduct it at a higher rate than what you will ultimately pull it out when you retire. So in other words, if you're in the 25 or 28% top marginal rate, maybe at another 4% for state income tax, so you're in a 32% top marginal rate, you're putting money in with the understanding or the hope that later in life when you retire, you pull the money out, you must pay tax on it. Your hope may be that you're going to be in the 15 or the 20% bracket. And that's a nice assumption. Unfortunately, it may end up being a very false assumption. I mean, let's look at what we're faced with right now as a country. We owe about $20 trillion in debt. The interest on $20 trillion is enormous. It's so much that it's been estimated by the Comptroller General that in four years, 92% of our incoming treasury revenue will be going out to interest on debt, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. That's only going to leave 8% for everything else, which obviously then means what? The government's going to have to go out and borrow more money. And how much longer can they do that? So as we look at the political tea leaves right now, look, I think we have to be prepared for the real possibility that tax rates could go up in the future. I mean, historically, the top marginal rate is 62%. Right now, it's only 39.6. Heck, we've had tax rates in this country, top marginal rates as high as 94% in the past. So to think there's no historical precedent for rising tax rates, well... That's wrong. It, there, there's, there's a lot of historical precedent. But we're also looking at this big demographic shift that we're going on, where baby boomers are leaving the working world in massive amounts. Every day, 10,000 of them turn 65. So they're leaving the workforce, which means they're paying less in wage taxes. They're going into retirement, and they're going to be relying on things like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Guess who's got to pay for that? Everybody else. And everybody else, by percentage, is a smaller group of people. 
The biggest generation right now is still the baby boomers. The millennials just recently passed them, but their average age is what, 12? There's not enough of them working, putting money in the system to really make a difference. So what we need to be thinking about are the steps that we can take to start moving our money from the tax later account to the tax never account. Now, when you do that, there's often some cost along the way. So it has to be done in a very carefully, systematically designed manner. Now, to help our listeners with that approach, in addition to doing workshops throughout the year, we also offer our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And in there, we provide you with a great deal of information on the steps that you can take to move your money to a tax-free environment. If you do that, then if rates go up in the future, guess what? Not only will you not pay tax on your retirement accounts that are in a tax-free account, but then it's very likely that your Social Security benefits will be tax-free as well. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, if you're a married couple and your income exceeds $44,000, you may be paying almost your entire check will be subjected to taxation. So there are proactive steps that can be taken. All of these accounts serve purposes, but their purpose changes as we get older. And my biggest concern now is that retirees are sitting on what I like to call a ticking tax time bomb that's just waiting to explode on their 401ks, IRAs, and 403bs as soon as the next administration decides they want to raise taxes. And folks, if it's Hillary Clinton and she gets the Senate, your tax rates are going to go up. In fact, folks, if it's Donald Trump, it doesn't matter who gets the Senate, I have a feeling your tax rates will go up. There aren't a lot of supply-siders left, so we have to be prepared for this. Now, get some information on this. Very simple to do it. I want you to text the word RETIRE to 555 Again, RETIRE to 555-888. And when you do that, you're going to get to order my Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Now, this is a toolkit full of great information that we're constantly adding to. There's an audio CD, there are books in there, there's um, the reports, and it'll also get you down the road an invitation to our invitation-only retirement rescue workshops. But what we're going to do here is we're going to share with you the strategies that you can employ to start moving yourself to a tax-free environment so that when Washington decides they want to do whatever they need to do, it's not going to have an adverse effect on you. So get a copy of this box of materials. It's really great. The Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word retire to 555-888. And when you do that, I'm going to be sending you back a link. You need to click the link. And then you need to fill out the form. If you don't fill out the form, I have no idea where to send the form to. You can also go to our website at quizdan.com. You can click the box that says Quiz Dan. And on there, say, Dan, send me the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And you can do that. You can also give my office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. So no reason not to have this great information. We send out literally dozens every week. And if you don't have one, get one. Great opportunity to get your hands on that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, not only coming with great resources, but again, putting you at the front of the line for invitations to the next great round of events and seminars that'll be held with the team at Matson and Capril here in the area. So if you're in Cincinnati, Dayton, one of the surrounding communities here in the area, this is your way to get your hands on that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, text RETIRE to 555-888. Click on the link, fill out the information, takes about 30 seconds, and then you will be waiting and ready for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit to come to you. All you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. If you don't have a smartphone, we invite you to pick up the phone and call to request that toolkit 
844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Stay tuned. There's more coming up. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. Much more around the corner. Erno Rubik, the creator of the famous Rubik's Cube, once said, A good puzzle, it's a fair thing. Nobody is lying. It's very clear. And the problem depends just on you. That's a nice thought. Too bad the financial world isn't as simple. As you prepare for retirement and the rest of your financial future, there are a lot more problems to deal with than just yourself. You have outside factors constantly varying and changing the landscape. People do lie, cheat, and deceive. You have access to tons of information, yet not a great way to discern what motivations drive that information. It can all get very, very complex. But that's why Dan Capril, your host of Solving the Financial Puzzle, is here. Dan and his team at Matson and Capril will help you solve your financial puzzle to put you in a position to get to and all the way through retirement. Just call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to set up a time to meet. You don't have to solve the entire financial puzzle on your own, but you do have to be the one who starts the solution. And it starts with a phone call to 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Cabril. This is a great opportunity for you to really learn about the financial world. This is the part of the show that we like to call Tales from the Tax Side, where we get a great story from Dan Capril about something happening in the tax world, and then we'll apply it to maybe your everyday life, to your particular situation. Dan, what's the story this week? Do you ever watch the Academy Awards, Walt? Uh, I, I used to. I, I don't really get that wrapped up in Hollywood these days. But, yeah, no, uh, me, me either. When I was a kid, I was kind of into yeah. it. Yeah. But, but now it's just, um, you know, it's all... You know who designed your dress, and yeah, um, yeah not a Hollywood kind, not our cup of tea. Makes, yeah, no, like Hollywood makes me a little nauseous to be candid with you. But the reason I ask is because, believe it or not, in the world of taxes, we have something kind of like that too. I know it sounds nuts, really, but there's actually a ranking that goes on every single year. And it's done by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Can you imagine how exciting that organization's meetings must be? Wow, yeah. <laughs> the OECD, well, is that right? Yeah. And what they'll do is they will rank their members, and there's 35 countries, and they will rank them on how efficient their tax system is. Interesting. Um, and, and, and it wouldn't surprise people that efficiency is probably going to go to the country that taxes the least. Mm-hmm. So they come out with these rankings, and for the third year in a row, the winner. It wasn't, you know, wasn't like maybe Grand Cayman Islands where you can, you know, hide your assets or Luxembourg, you know, which, you know, most people even, couldn't even tell you where Luxembourg is on a map, and there's good reason for that. It's just this little kingdom near France, but that's there for tax reasons too. But no, no, the, the number one country as it relates to tax efficiency and having the most competitive tax system is the former Soviet state of Estonia. Wow. It's amazing when you think about it because obviously Estonia was under socialism for so, so long. Let's give you some idea of how great this system is. First of all, 20%, they have a 20% flat tax on all income. 
So all these complicated tax returns that we have to do here, no, don't worry about it, 20%. There's a 20% tax rate on corporations. So nice, flat, and even. Now, unfortunately, they also have a 20% value-added tax, and value-added tax is, is essentially a sales tax on what you buy. Mm. But obviously, you can control that to a large extent by your, your consumptions, but very simple and easy. New Zealand is, uh, came in second. They got the silver medal. Relatively flat tax rate. You're there, you're going to be paying a combined rate of about 33%. And then Latvia, which is also another former Soviet state, 15% flat corporate tax rate. So the United States, eh, we didn't do so good. We ranked 31st. Wow. We have a 70,000-page tax code. That's I mean, not very efficient, are, no. No, no. And it's because of the way our, our system is set up. But I mean, there are, there are law firms who make their entire living based on the complexity of those, of those issues. So it's because of this complexity that a lot of us find ourselves confused and paying far more in tax. So like in the, in the prior segment, I was talking about the, uh, the reality that your money gets taxed differently depending on the type of account that it is. So for example, if you've got money sitting in your bank, and it's maybe, if you're lucky, paying you 1%, and this is a, maybe a, an account that's jointly held, you and your spouse, or maybe it's um, just in your name. Well, whatever measly interest that they send you every year, you're going to have to pay tax on that. And then, as I was mentioning earlier, if you've got money sitting in your 401k, IRA, 403b, you may love the fact that you're not paying tax on it now. But when you retire, the piper will get paid. And if the piper decides to raise tax rates in the future, well, deferring that taxation, kicking the can down the road on the entire account may not make a lot of sense. Now, we didn't talk about as much, but I want to get into a little bit more, is what's called a tax-free bucket. And generally speaking, there are two. So one of them is the Roth IRA. Any money in a Roth, is, when it goes in, is considered to be after-tax money. And then all the growth that you get from that point forward, you never pay a dollar of tax. It's tax-free. The cool thing, though, is that you are allowed to convert part of your IRAs, your traditional tax-deductible IRAs. You can convert some or all of them anytime you want to a Roth. Now, obviously, when you do that, you have to pay the tax now. You can't keep kicking the can down the road. So you only want to do that amount which makes sense from a tax standpoint. And usually what I recommend is you do only enough where two things are in place. Number one, you, you stayed in your current marginal tax bracket. And number two, you had the money to pay the tax. Because if you're under 59 and a half, you can't take the converted money and use that to pay the tax. Can't do that. Well, you could, but you'd end up paying a penalty and you'd really damage the benefits of doing that. Now, sometimes people will say, you know, I don't have any traditional IRAs. I have all my money in a 401k. I'd like to be able to put money into a Roth, but my accountant tells me that I earn too much. Well, that's true and not true. Because one of the things that you're allowed to do that we recommend where appropriate is a client, doesn't matter how much money you make, you can put money in, in what is called a traditional IRA. Now, you may not be able to deduct what you put in. In fact, we don't want you to deduct what you put in. What we want you to do is to put the money in the traditional IRA, say on a Monday, and then on Tuesday, we want you to convert that money to a Roth because you can do that. There's no earnings test on conversion. Now, the more money that you have in your Roth the more tax-free money you're going to have during your retirement. So if tax rates go up in the future, it's not going to affect at all your, your Roth accounts. 
For the money that's not in a Roth account, what we generally recommend people do if they can is only pull out that amount of money out of their 401k slash IRA slash 403b. Only pull out that amount of money that's equal to your tax exemptions and deductions. Because if you do that, then all the money you take from those accounts is tax-free. And then if you have tax freedom there and there's no other source of taxable income, well, guess what, folks? Your Social Security benefits are going to be tax-free as well. Now, there's another tax-free bucket that tends to get overlooked, and it's cash value life insurance. You know, we all hear the adage, and I agree with it, that if you want to maximize the death benefit that you buy, you should buy term insurance. I totally agree. You'll get the maximum amount for your money. But the way term insurance works is after the term is over, the coverage goes away. With cash value life insurance, it's permanent. Well, we're not buying it in this case. We're not buying the cash value life insurance for the death benefit. We're buying it for the fact that the money sitting in the policy can grow tax-deferred, and later in life, you can pull that money out tax-free through loans and withdrawals. So life insurance, interestingly enough, plays a very important role in tax-free retirement planning. And very often when people ask me, they're getting ready to retire, and they say, you know, I've got this universal life policy, and it's got $100,000 of cash value, and it's got $300,000 of death benefit. What should I do with it? I say, keep it. Because that cash value can be accessed later in a tax-free environment. So we're probably never going to have one of these countries where we have an efficient tax system. The lobbyists, the special interest groups, they, and the politicians, they want a complicated tax system. So we need to understand it and we need to develop strategies to navigate around it. And the way that we help our listeners with that is we give them what we call our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It is a box full of great information online courses, which you'll be hooked into, and an audio piece, um, books, etc. Great information that you can use to help develop for you a tax-free strategy. And we want you to have this kit. There's no charge for it. The way you get it is you text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, word RETIRE to 555 When you do that, You'll get a response back from me. You need to click on the link I send you. Enter your information. If you don't enter information, I can't mail it to you. This is literally a box of stuff. We're adding to it all the time. You're going to love the online course that you're going to receive shortly after you receive the box. It's a three-part course where I show you the, the steps that you can take in addition to what I've given you in the, in the box. So, 555 text the word retire. Get a copy of that kit. Learn the steps that you can take to ultimately have a tax-free retirement, maybe even protect your Social Security benefits from ever being taxed as well. If you do that, then you're going to protect yourself from Uncle Sam, the folks in Congress, who literally, on a swipe of a pen, can take more of your retirement from you. Let's protect ourselves. Let's be proactive. You know, the last time we had Clintons in the office, folks, they raised taxes retroactively to the first of the year. So if you ever want a reason to act now before the end of the year, you got it, folks. Act now. Get this information. Let's start putting a plan in place for you right away. That's a great point. And again, here's a way to get your hands on the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Text RETIRE to 555-888. Click on the link, fill out the information, and we'll send you that uh, Retirement Rescue Toolkit in the mail. Text the word RETIRE 
to 555-888. If you don't have a smartphone and you want to get your hand on the toolkit, just call Dan and his team at 844-QUIZ-DAN and request it that way, 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN, and always online at quizdan.com. But 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call to have that conversation with the team or to request that toolkit. And again, you can also call And again, you can also text RETIRE to 555-888. Well, Dan, we're out of time for this week's show. As always, we appreciate the help and the guidance, and thanks for filling us in on all the great information. That's great. Everybody have a fabulous week. We'll see you next Saturday. Absolutely. Again, that's Dan Capril, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton, serving you throughout the surrounding communities. They have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Your number to call one more time is 844-QUIZ-DAN to reach certified financial planner Dan Capril. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. And if you want that retirement rescue toolkit, last chance for the week, text the word RETIRE to 555 888. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you on the next Solving the Financial Puzzle. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN to get started today. Don't be afraid to ask for help solving the financial puzzle. 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 or 844-QUIZ-DAN. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.